Hey there, everyone. This is Healthy For Now podcast number three. Uh, we're having a fantastic celebration today because today is the one-year anniversary from the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup. Let's go. So it's a pretty cool anniversary for us in the area. For those who are listening who are not in the area, sorry. Big deal is our first win. Um, we get the cup for two years. Yeah, that's true. We're still or defending champions. Ish, um, But either way, so we can also tie that into – what we're talking about today, which is mental stress and emotional stress. So I remember last year around this time when we were playing the Bruins in the finals, it's like emotions for everyone were high and low. And anytime that your winning team or the team that you like is winning and then they start losing, you mentally just start like freaking out and all that type of stuff too. So this is just like a really dumb example of how something so small that doesn't really affect any of us directly takes over our lives. And when it takes over our lives, we have different aspects that kind of our emotions go all out of whack and that really hurts us in the long run. So before we jump into everything else, what is mental and emotional stress, Chris? Uh, look, stress has to do with you feel the negative effects, let's say mental stress, when you're outside your recovery zone. Right? So there's positive stress, positive mental stress, there's going to be negative mental stress. And you need to be able to be in that middle area where you're reacting positively to it and feel like you're able to take uh, necessary actions to move yourself forward in life and not feel consumed by overthinking, by anxiousness. When you say mental stress, naturally I, my brain goes to those two things, a little bit of overwhelm, overthinking processes just getting consumed by thoughts and emotions and then either not having a good solution for it to relieve yourself from those sorts of things, which is what I want to talk about today. Um, but, or at the same time, like freeing yourself from those situations with proven strategies that work, right? That would be the goal. Okay. That's what I tell my clients. So what I'm sure some of the listeners, when I hear stress, I don't think of positive. So what right. is a positive stress? A positive what do you mean by that? Well, so I would say, look, like what your example you just gave about the Stanley Cup, like I think that's, that's an emotional roller coaster. For sure. Right? And you're passionate about it. So when you're passionate about something, that's going to be a positive stressor in a way, right? You're going to be behave in ways that are kind of make you happy and so forth. You know, I mean, I'm sure so you'd rather have that mental stress than other forms of it, if that makes sense. So not all stress is bad? No, absolutely not. Okay, so besides the sports analogy, give us another example of a positive stress. A positive, like a positive mental stress? Yeah. I think anything, look, the topic is mental emotional, right? Because they tie in so well. So, you know, I talk a lot about mindset with my clients. We have a call every Thursday and it, it, I want them to understand that like the concepts behind it, but also understand that there's actions that have to be taken. And if you don't take the actions, a lot of people consume information and they don't take the necessary actions and they fill themselves with too much. They feel overwhelmed, the overwhelmed brain. Then they, then they have a lot of thoughts and they <laughs> feel consumed by that situation. And they either take no action, right? Or it's just not their... They're not usually using their resources properly. As far as a positive stress, it's going to be anything that's going to really bring you good emotions, I would say, if that makes sense. 
right? So you're dealing with stress to get a positive reaction. What do you mean? Gratification. So I'm, I had the busiest week of my life, but now I'm happy because I had the busiest week of my life. Is that a positive or negative stress? I don't think it's that easy to sit here and say, can't pick and choose. Look, um, the goal is to be into that recovery zone, right? It's a recovery zone. So it's where you're able to manage the stress and take enough on that you can recover from, right? And, and feel like you're in a good mindset. You're taking, when you're in a good mindset, you're in a mindset that serves you and you're living mindfully, then you're going to take positive actions in your life in order to feel good, in order to feel better, right? Before this podcast, you were taking care of business, right? You were locking down a couple things on your calendar right. before, you know, you take the break for today. And I would say that puts you in a positive mindset. You're like, all right, that's out of the way. Instead of leaving it and procrastinating things, which puts a lot of pressure on people. Yeah, I think I, I was going to hit on procrastination Neglect later. Neglect of themselves. Neglect of, of keeping themselves in a good headspace. Yeah, I was going to hit on procrastination later, but since you brought it up, it's a perfect time to jump into it. So, like, we have tasks that we need to do every day. And if you look at, you can go on Instagram and type in millionaire mindset, billionaire mindset, and on every page you're going to find something about the amount of tasks that you should do throughout the day. So, we procrastinate every day. And there's, I, I'm a firm believer that just about everyone procrastinates. Yeah. So some people like to focus on a financial goal, which is perfectly fine, but you need to have tasks and everything throughout the day. You need to hit your goals to make sure that you don't have the stress later in life, whatever that happens I to agree. be. But we all procrastinate everything. Not everything. I use those words all the time. But so when we procrastinate, you don't get your you potentially don't get your task done, which causes more stress. When that causes more stress, it's just a slippery slope. And it builds just, up. Yeah. Pressure. So uh, what I see a lot on these mindset, millionaire mindset pages and all this type of stuff that I follow is don't over, you, you use the word overwhelm. So don't overwhelm yourself with different, too many tasks. If you focus on three to five things to get done per day, those three to five things, if you do those right and you do those well to better yourself, you're going to be well ahead of say 60% of the population who have those goals and say they only do one or they don't do any. It's like, okay, today I want to work out. Today I want to eat right. Today I need to catch up on my notes. Today I need to call my grandparents, something like that. Okay, what happens if I don't finish my notes? Then everything I do today, build on it. So there's going to be more tomorrow. If I don't work out, I'm probably not going to feel as great. If I don't, if I eat like crap, I'm not going to feel great. So when you hit those goals, those mental, it's mentally draining and it's exhausting when you don't hit those goals because you may not feel it at the time, but they will add up over and over. Yeah, when you're by yourself, yeah, it's going to consume you. Yeah, so don't, have, don't overwhelm yourself with too many things to do in a day because that's going to naturally make it worse for you. The Easy to say, even for someone like me who practices this stuff all the time, like I work on me every day. You should. Everyone and should. I want to get better every day, and I want to protect my mindset every day. I think a lot of it has to do with the language that we use, how we speak to ourselves, those affirmations that we say or probably don't say like we should. Uh, and you have limiting beliefs inside of you, right? So you're not really reaching your potential. The language that we use when we say, I need to do something, puts the pressure on. And you may be in a good state, ready to handle it. 
you may not be, right? So when you say that, instead of saying, I like to say, I get to do this, it's a perspective shift and you can protect yourself like that. That makes sense. Yeah, but some people do perform better under pressure and when things are- You gotta know yourself. Yeah, and I'm most, I don't think many people do. No, they don't wanna do the work. They don't Um, wanna do the hard work. It's hard to figure out what you need to do in life when you don't know what's gonna happen or where you wanna be. So if you set your goals to figure out who you are, then your life's gonna really ultimately fall in place. You have where you are now and you have where you wanna be. You need to get from A to B and you're gonna have tasks to do every day to make sure that you get there. You're gonna have stuff that's going to take you towards that goal and away from that goal. The stuff, both of them are gonna be mentally draining because you actually have to put in work. No one, like I, I said probably the last two podcasts, no one just gets ripped overnight from going to the gym. You need to put in work. It's gonna be mentally draining when you have a full day of work and then you have, your boss has you at a meeting at six o'clock. You don't get home till eight o'clock. You're like, well, I was supposed to work out at eight. Okay, I'm not gonna work out. Okay, so you're not gonna work out and then naturally you're gonna get in that not, a habit of not having to do something that you know is going to get you to your goal faster, right? So you wanna make sure that you can have these goals that they're not, they need to be attainable and start small. Start with one goal a day to benefit yourself. I started meditating, that was mine. You can, there are a million apps out there. Uh, mindfulness is one that was free. Uh, you have a bunch of free stuff. You can just type in uh, meditation, guided meditations on YouTube and you can just play one a day. So a lot of people don't know what meditation is and it's something I, promote to my clients i think there's a lot of value there yeah at the end of the day look we got to get in touch with ourselves and we have to address the stress level that we're feeling everybody's different that might mean putting your thoughts down on paper at a bare minimum get it off of your brain you brain, that. i brain dump often right at the end of the day like i want to be a high performer so do you i want to get a bunch of stuff done I know myself enough that I don't want to overwhelm myself. I know how to set goals, but I also practice those things. So I'm going to brain dump at the end of the day, sometimes even in the morning, after I've set intentions and saying, all right, what's still on my head? I need to free myself from all these thoughts so I can move on and enjoy my night. That makes sense. Yeah, I hear brain dump and I think journal. Yes or no? I'm I'm on paper all the time. Yeah. So a lot of people, my grandpa journals all the time. You got to make it real. You uh, got, that's the thing with mental emotional. You got to yeah. make it real. You got to put it out and tell someone, and I'm jumping in on you, but You're you got to tell someone, you got to write it down. You have to verbalize it, right? Yeah, you can write it down. Um, I think that we talked about that last podcast where you or I brought it up. You just need to make it physical. Um, Otherwise, you get trapped in yourself. Yeah, you need to figure out, if you see the goal, if you see what you need to do that day, if it's written out, put it on your computer, there's notepad apps, that type of stuff. Make sure you get whatever you need to be, get done that day. Um, things to do to cut down, I think time's a big issue for people. It's not necessarily... It's perception of time, man. It's not time. We have the exact same amount of time. For sure, but it's the actual time that you put in the day that it's what well, we're saying the same thing. So what you need to do is you need to, we can give people time, give things give people things to do that's going to limit their time. That's going to give them more time throughout the day. Something simple. My brother meal preps. Zach, you everyone, a lot of people who are listening know my brother Zach. Uh, he meal preps and that cuts out a lot of cooking time. Okay, so if you're cooking an hour a day, it's an hour a day that you can put a 45-minute workout in and then drink more water. 
something like that. Because you, a lot of people have rest days. So if your rest day is on Sunday, meal prep or meal prep, whatever your rest day is, and that gives you an extra six hours a week to do something. Wake up an extra hour earlier. I started waking up at 5, 5.30 in the morning, and that makes my day because I get more done earlier. I so think, therefore, I don't have to do it later. I think what you're really getting at is the proactiveness of your actions that lead you to a positive mindset and less stress, right? You're using meal prep as an example for that situation. For the time aspect, you still have to get your task done. And I still believe that you need to see it, like you were saying earlier. So ways you can do that is I have a classmate or had a classmate, he's a chiropractor, and he writes his goals for the month on a mirror. So he sees that every morning when he's brushing his teeth and he's getting ready. So he's like, okay, then you can check this off if he has that done. All right, cool. Get that test or get that checklist or checklist off. One done, two done. Okay, it's getting towards the end of the month. I need to still do this, this, this. Make sure you get it done. If you don't, it's not the end of the world. But you have to prioritize. You have to make sure that these goals are a priority to you. If they're not, then you're not going to get them done. And I think that goes back on you needing to know yourself and knowing your self-worth and where you ha or how you want to get to those goals. So you're talking a lot about goals. Yeah. And that's a, in my opinion, that's a whole separate, separate podcast that I know I can bring a lot of value to from my experience. And I know we're going to have a good conversation, but what is, what stresses you out the most? What gets in your head? Is it you? Do you get in your own head? Do you overthink really. things? Is no, it other I people's energies? I'm very, go by the, what is it, fly by the seat of your pants type person. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it in the moment. So I mean, yeah, my I planning, agree. where I lack in planning is I like planning in the future. Now, don't get me wrong. I have goals and I'm going to hit those, but I have a vision on how I want to see those. And so, so my mom was talking to me a few months ago and she was telling me like, oh yeah, you're finally, you're starting to hit your goals. I'm like, mm, I'm not, I haven't hit one goal in practice yet. My practice goals are kind of not unattainable, but they're really high. And I know that if I hit those, I'm going to be really happy, but I'm not going to be extremely upset if I don't. I just want to make sure that there's progress. Now, some progress is better than no progress. Now you're going to, when you have goals, you don't need to attain those right that. You're going to have short-term goals, long-term goals. All of this is going to give you stress because you're going to constantly be worrying about why am I not hitting my goals? Why, what, did, what, what could I have done different? It's not necessarily what could you have done different. You learn from it. So as long as, yes, you're going to have positive or negative stress like you were talking about before, but you need to make sure that the stress is going to ultimately help you out. You have to learn from it. You have to adapt from it. And everyone does that differently. Now, like we talked about meditation earlier, you can meditate, but ultimately you need to make sure that what you're doing is going to benefit you. It, what you do might why, not benefit why, me. Why do you like meditation? I love it. It gives me something to do in the morning that kind of clears my head before I get the day running. So that helps you, like, do you wake up feeling stressed ever? No. I, I, I'm a weird person. Like I said, yeah, there's stress in everyone's life. Yeah, everyone knows I'm weird. I'm different. I don't, I don't feel stressed out. But when I look back, I'm like, yeah, I was probably stressed during that time. But, like, right now, I don't feel stressed about anything. I don't know why. I'm just different power to you yeah I, I i like people come into my office all the time they're like oh, i'm just stressed because i had this meeting i had this meeting i had this meeting my boss is working me 60 hours a week 80 hours a week and i mean uh, 
I'm sorry, and I understand that that stress is really harm harmful to you. But what are you gonna do about it? Like, how, I'm not saying go up and like tell your boss to fuck off and quit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying how can you how can you deal with the stress, get your task done, still go to work, and provide for you or your family? You have to figure that out. I mean, we can only give you so many options, and not every option that we're gonna talk we'll about. Lots of options, but, but not everyone's gonna work for everybody. And that's kind of why you need to figure out where you want to be and where you want to go. Because what happens is that when you, I said it earlier, it's a slippery slope. So once you have one bad thought, or once you have that stress, it's just going to start weighing on you. That monkey on your back or chip on your shoulder, or whatever expression you want to use, those are real things. And it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And it makes it worse and worse and worse. So our thoughts are repetitive. And it's yeah, really history easy. repeats itself. Yeah, and, and we go through these cyclical things where it's, you're thinking about the same thing, and you're about the same stressor tomorrow. So I'm going to tell you to, well, talk to someone, and, and that might be yourself, but identify what's stressing you out. Straight up, identify it. Get it out. Verbalize it if you can. Talk to yourself out loud. It may sound silly, but I guarantee it always makes people feel better. Write things down. And then, you know, maybe take action and ask someone else for support. If you can't work through it yourself. Yeah, someone else is always going to... At least give you a different perspective. Yeah, someone's always going to help you come to the conclusion faster than you can do it yourself. Because when we're talking about ourselves, we're biased. But you have to tell them. That's the secret. Is if I'm verbalizing my problem to you, Eric, now I actually have to say it out loud and put it into words. And my brain's going to reprocess that situation instead of the cycle because we always make things up in our head right that actually crush us in the sense that it's never as bad as we really make it up to be in our mind everyone minimizes every single person minimizes how new patient uh i've had low back pain okay well how long have you had low back pain um it's been two weeks okay so you've never had low back pain before no, no, no. This is this has been going on and off for thirty-five years now. Oh, so this whole two-week thing isn't really a big deal. That's not a real patient. Got but it's something that I'm hearing. Yeah. So we minimize everything. We need to make sure that you need to figure out what your problems are. How can you get to that? You're gonna come to some conclusion, and it might not be the right conclusion. It might not be the wrong conclusion. But someone else will always help you. I've had multiple patients, and I'm like, hey, maybe you should go talk to a therapist. It's gonna help. That's what they went to school for. We, um, I'm offside a patient. This was before I started my own, but I was dealing with someone and she just wasn't getting better. And I was like, okay, well, what am I missing? Because I'm the, I'm the most impatient chiropractor in the world. If I don't see the results that I want to see, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Granted, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's them. I get it. You're going to do everything we have to, your power. Yeah, I'm going to try. So I was like, hey, what's going on? Why is something different? She's like, oh, well, my mom died. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, your mom died. Uh, how long ago? And she's like, oh, about five years. I'm like, is this an anniversary coming up, a birthday coming up, some significant thing? She goes, no, I just never really got over it. And I go, okay, well, maybe you need to go talk it out with someone, not me, because I'm not trained in that. I'm just going to listen. I don't have, I can't give you advice. But then she finally went and talked to the therapist after me telling her like multiple weeks to go do it. And then she started to get better. I'm like, weird. So that psychological understanding that someone else is going through the same thing or someone understands where you're coming from, it's really going to help out because not one person is going through something that someone else hasn't. 
and odds are your friends and family probably are going through the same type of stuff. So I'm a big believer that, uh, I almost said hurt theory, but that's like a touchy subject now. But um, I'm a big believer that groups are better than by yourself. So if you understand that, that's why there's AA meetings. That's why there's these groups that come together to help each other out. I mean, you want people to be going through similar things so you can relate to them. Yeah, you don't really want them to go through shitty things, but you want them to you understand. You want the connection. Don't, I mean. You want them to understand where you're coming from. And yeah. it's easier to relate. You to want them. to feel like you belong. You're not the only person going through this bullshit in your head. Yeah, and I think it's the hardest thing in 2020 is to talk about your feelings or talk about something to someone else because you're going to look at as weird because it's not common anymore. We're not good at it. You're going to look at because we're not, it's been a stigma. It's a negative stigma to talk about things. It's a negative stigma to figure things out. It's, it's the cool thing to procrastinate. It's the cool thing to make sure that you don't get your goals done. It's the cool thing to, Oh yeah. It's a cool thing. What do you mean? It's, it's, a, it's a negative stigma. No, I think it's mm -hmm. normal. Yeah. That's As not people normal. are just lazier. Though. It's not normal. They don't. They don't want to. People. It's like the norm, but it's not normal. I'm gonna interrupt you. No, I know it's not normal. It is the new normal, but that's. I hate the word normal. Normal and common should be interchanged. Well, but most people it's say very normal. common. Yeah, what most people when they say normal, it's not normal. Otherwise, you wouldn't be dealing with half the I'm shit not that normal, it is. Though. Yeah, no. no one's. No one's. Yeah, normal's a terrible word. It is the worst word in the in the Average. dictionary. Everyone's themselves, but you need to make sure that. You don't want to go down that road of being negative. You don't want to go negative thoughts about anything are going to really take over. And it's going to make this mental stress way worse. Because if you're negative and you're not getting it, then you're in a slippery slope of, hey, I didn't get that. And you're self-limiting doubts and all that type of and stuff. And then you're treating yourself like crap. And, you know, you're going to use vices in life, right? Alcohol, drugs, food, and bad relationships. Yeah, those are super common. <laughs> to help you fix this stress that you you have to handle you got to get it managed this stuff consumes people yeah you, you, need to, people. you need to figure it out you need to get over it the sooner you get over it the better you'll be if you get over it you do i, I wish mean, it was that simple that's it's, i didn't say it was simple you just need to figure out what works for you to get over it because if you if you let this weigh on you for 30 years like i see and you've seen We've all had family members that we see just like they should have bettered themselves. They could have bettered themselves. And you don't want to end up like that because you see how they are. You see how your friends are that are negative. You see how, you see how many times that it's not a fantastic outcome. So you want to change it now and figure it out now. You have to do something today. So what are some things that you can do today? I started meditation. I started, you can stretch, you can breathing exercises. What else? I think you have to identify the stress. Right. I get that. I think we've hit that. I think you have to know yourself enough to know what, what is one very small step that you can take that might be breathing more and more, you know, purposely. It might be trying to think a little bit more purposely, which you've circled back to a bunch of times. I mean, I love it. It's, but it's also because we're in this field together of health is that you're proactive about your health. And many the only thing we know. Many of us are not. And that's where, where do you start? Really, where do you start? Well, you like start we said in the past podcast, probably the easiest place to start is get a little bit more active. 
right? Get outside, take a walk. If you ask me that question, what's one thing they can do is take a walk because walking is very meditative. Meditation is different than meditate, like meditative apps. But you know, like when you're driving and you have great thoughts, sometimes unless you're consumed by negativity, but, or if you're doing something repetitive, you're, you're going on a walk, going on a run, naturally, like you're kind of checked out and sometimes that's something like one of your best thoughts really kind of come to you and you can feel a little bit more free right yeah i've got friends who go hiking nature's great nature's neat as some of those so that's going to be my thing is anything that you can do that is meditative whether it might be sitting in silence it might be going and just listening to some music that you really vibe with it might be journaling it might be actual meditation all sorts of things. Yeah, I think it was in the United Kingdom. Whether this is true or not, I think it's pretty cool. Um, they're starting to be able to prescribe like nature. So it's like, I don't know if that's true or not. I saw it on Facebook, but I think that's really neat. And it's a really cool concept. They're like, okay, what? you come to me as a chiropractor and I can be like, okay. I love it. I go out and go camping. Go out and don't take your phone. Go out in nature and go walk on a trail. That's a good point. Yo, put, put the phone away, man. I mean, review us on our podcast first, but then put the phone away. Because all phones, we see more negative. Phones are more negative than positive. And we're all hypocrites because we're always on them all day. That's why they give you that little thing on Sundays where it's like, okay, you were 20% more, 15% less than last week. That's okay. nice. But we have so much negative out there on the phone. Social media is the worst thing. So reducing a, your screen time can really help you. Yeah. If I didn't have practice, I wouldn't be on social media oh i agree i think there's a lot of people that feel that way and they know it but they might be running a business from their phone or they might have families they got to be in touch with it's convenient that has become the new normal and i think that's what messes a lot of us up and i don't like that but i think that is actually a true statement what everybody has a damn cell phone yeah and everybody's on it too much yeah there was a they're not getting in touch with themselves or the world and protecting their peace man protecting their mindset yeah, but you, you're using that, like you said earlier, as your vice. Okay, your vice is going on Instagram and scrolling for two hours instead of working out, instead of meal prepping, instead of getting that task done that you needed for work. Okay, you have a deadline on Friday, but okay, do I want to scroll on Instagram for two hours or do I want to get this task done so I don't have to worry about it? And then that weight lifts off of you and then you're like, okay, one task done. What's the next one? We all have these fallbacks and the majority of them are not healthy. They're not fantastic. They're just going to contribute more and more and more. Uh, Mike, have I talked about the frontal lobe study? Nope. Cool. So my high school chemistry teacher uh, came in here and he was talking, he told me a study about uh, blue light, not therapy, but just like blue light and screen time and the uh, development of the frontal cortex. Okay. So let me first, before I jump into this, I feel so bad for everyone in high school right now especially girls because they are under so much pressure of just social stigma and then like having to like fit in guys are just like shooting the shit whatever but girls have to fit in it seems like i feel like it's way harder to be a girl in high school. that's a total assumption man uh, from what i've seen and listen to the study so if you are huh you can disagree it doesn't that's matter fine. yeah i don't this agree. Is, that's fine you think it's harder to be a guy? No, I don't think it's harder. I think it's hard in general. Yeah, for sure. But I feel so bad because all that you see, okay, 
when you look on Instagram, you see models. So when you're looking at this, you have that negative thing that I don't look like that. And that's been around for years and years and years, even before phones. But what's going on is that with this therapy or this blue light screen time stuff, it delays the frontal lobe development. Frontal lobe is where we get our personality, frontal lobe and frontal cortex and all that fun stuff too. So when that's not developing properly, yeah, of course we're going to have problems. It's going to be harder to get over things. It's going to be your, that's why depression skyrocketing. Do you think that people who have like minimal stress are depressed? No, they're not because they're getting their stuff done. Now I feel bad because depression skyrocketing, suicide skyrocketing, but a lot of that can stem back and look at all of the negative things we see on billboards. Billboards are pretty much phones before phones. So what we see on the phones, all this negative stress is really affecting us psychologically. So I know we're going to say psychologically, but it is. It's affecting us mentally and emotionally because you don't look like that person. You don't act like that person. You want to fit in with so-and-so, but maybe that's not the right thing for you. You need to figure out what you are, who you are, and where you want to be. And then ultimately do that through meditating. Do that through journaling. You're going to find out that if you do that today, you're going to find some positive outlook and it's going to, just going to hit you and then your mind's going to go and it's just going to kind of roll. And that's what I want. I want you to figure out how you can change. I would agree in a sense that you're in control of the, what you consume the material that you put in your ears, right? With positive- You're in control of your life. Well, I would hope that someone thinks that, but not everybody feels that way. And that's what mental stress can really crush someone. They don't feel like they're in control anymore. And they're taking actions every day that either lead them into the same place, the same thoughts, the repetitive thoughts, the negativity. So you're in control of, of what you put in and what you see and what you listen to most of the time. There's a lot of situations where you can't control that situation based on where you live, who you spend your time with. And I worry about it. I'm not saying worry about it. I'm saying maybe. Well, that's a mental stress. I'm not, I'm not being a dick. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so, saying stop worrying about things that you can't control. Uh, no wonders, no worries is, is the, the new mantra for the month. Never heard of that. I kind of made it up, man. It's like, there it is. You know? Because what's going on is that if you – if you constantly worry about stuff that's out of your control, why? Drive yourself crazy. And then it's just going to wear on you more and more and more. But that's what people do with everything. I'm related, yeah, everything, but definitely like with their fitness. Because, I mean, that's the area that I'm going to specialize yeah. in. That's cool. They're constantly thinking. So you brought up a good point. I made a post on Facebook yesterday about goal setting, right? And we, you were talking about it. And everybody looks at the outcome goal, right? They set the outcome goal, the revenue goal, right? The body transformation yeah, goal. The relationship. But they don't get specific about what you said were short-term goals. Those should be behavior goals, right? So those behavior goals are the things you actually have to do on a regular basis that are going to lead you to your outcome goal. Yeah, you have, to set up, you have to set yourself up for as much success as you possibly can because there are going to be way too many hurdles that we're all going to have to deal with. And we all do deal with this. How do you get over those hurdles? Um, then I lost it. It'll circle back to you. Oh, it was probably as soon as we get done with this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that, but hurdles are a bitch and they're everywhere. 
we have to get over those hurdles and we have to make sure that each goal, oh yeah, I remember, cool, came back to me. So, Perfect. and I've talked about this before, is that it takes so many days, it takes X amount of days, it takes 18 days, 15 days, 30 days, whatever study you're looking at to develop a habit. So if you're gonna start, if you want that end goal, you need to figure out yourself first. And then to figure out yourself, I'm just saying, no, if you don't like writing, don't worry about writing. You can just say it out loud. Whatever you, however you work best, just start talking to yourself. Just start writing stuff. Write, write a letter to yourself. Meditate. They, there have been times where I've meditated where my mind, I will pause the meditation because they said something that triggers me in my mind and I will just like think and I will just write stuff down or I'll talk about it out loud. And that really has helped me figure out who I am. And when I figure out who I am, I don't, my practice has been thriving since I started bettering myself and figuring out who I am. Yeah. So that's just my thought is that if you, I'm not saying be like me, but if you figure out who you are sooner, then you're going to have your life seem to fall in place a lot easier. Yeah. Um, I would agree. Uh, I think on the ground floor, ground floor is we need self-love, right? And I don't want that to sound cheesy. I think it's absolutely true. So, but you also need to understand what your values are, right? I talked about this on the last podcast and we kind of stopped what we were talking about saying you should do this podcast, but understand like you should know what your values are and what's important to you and do more of those things. And you're talking about meditation. I, I think the act of meditation is, it's a very broad subject. At the same time, we don't like to not, we don't like to sit with ourselves. We don't like to sit in the calm, right? Because we are stressed and our mind is racing. I love and that, but that's the challenge of it. You have to be willing to do, you have to go into the pain if you want to get better. Go out of your comfort zone. That's, I mean, that's what it comes down to is if you want to get better, if you're in the driver's seat and Pretty I much. hope you have supportive individuals around you that do push you forward and pull you forward um you got to speak up for yourself though but if you don't have that positive that positivity around you you need to start there oh right free country you can get you have a good family you have good friends i'm blessed i have a good family i have good friends but that doesn't mean that i don't go to those dark places too oh we've all been there i I was want to pull yourself out of it i was a million times more negative 10 years ago than i was now and i just need and I think part of that was not knowing who I was, which is a big deal. Um, but ultimately, everyone grows up at a different time, too. Oh, yeah. We so you need to figure out where you need to go from here. And I think that is where, and I hope we have said something, at least one thing that has triggered you oh, to at least think sure. in the right direction. Now, it may not be my direction or Chris's direction, but... It might be your direction. And one thing said from us could trigger you to infinitely uh, better your life or better your life exponentially, however you want to say it. Yeah. And I really hope that that helped. And I think we're going to, we have a few ideas. We've had a few people reach out. Yeah. If, if, if you're going us, through something, try and ask your friends, family, you know, reach out to us. Uh, we want to point you in a positive direction. Yeah. I'm yeah. not to say anybody's broken out there, but yo, this is a stressful life that we live. Especially the last three months. And if you don't have uh, strategies in place to kind of protect yourself on a daily basis and, and set intentions and be proactive, then actually life's just going to happen to you and it's going to come at you fast. <laughs> Sometimes you don't Sometimes know. the country shuts down. Yo, yo. So people are stressed right now about 
life where Sometimes we're going low. Finances are a big one. So, hey, you're not alone out there. Um, there's people who want to support you and push you forward. And now's the time to figure it out. Because if you wait till tomorrow, it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, do it now. Do it don't today. Wait. Just don't one thing. Don't procrastinate with anything. And then Do your best. Yeah. So I think the last three episodes, we really talked and hit a bunch. And I know we threw a lot at our listeners. Yeah, of course. And um, probably a lot of stuff that they never heard about, never heard of, never heard of from our perspectives. And hopefully that we've helped people. I get to know you a lot better. Yeah. Uh, you've helped me. I've helped you. It's just kind of talking it out and helps. Um, so for now, we're going to kind of finish up the stress series. Yeah, and I think um, we've had a bunch of information given to us. A bunch, a few people have reached out and said they want to learn more about sleep and how sleep affects us. Glad we can do that. Um, help people reached out for motivation. They said that they've felt more motivated. It's a good time listening, which I'm is pretty cool. Um, you are way more motivated than I am. So you're definitely going to be able to help out a lot. With I wouldn't one. say that. I think uh, in different ways, in different ways, for sure. I think we'll balance it out like that. So but, um, what's the next, so what's the next series then? I don't know. We don't Let's know see. We'll just find out. How about we, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. We'll talk. We're going to talk on Sunday, do a little short one and yeah. we'll kind of lay everything out and then let you guys know as soon as possible. Cool. But there will be one next Friday. We'll say that we're going to talk next Friday. Well, they don't know when next Friday is, but. That's a week from today. Yeah, but you don't know when they're listening to this podcast. Yeah, everyone knows because it's the Blues anniversary of winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, so, okay. I for, actually forgot. Everybody knows. That, so. Yeah, it's the holiday. If you're wondering what date we recorded this. Now you know. Now you know. And if you don't, look it up. All right. So definitely give us feedback. Go give us feedback about what, what we can do better. You know, we know for certain that we can improve. Um, our communication, we know for certain we can improve. The quality of this podcast will get better as we go. Yep. You know, hey, I'm recording on a computer right now. I don't expect to be perfect. We want the we want the value to be in the information that we're sharing. So let us know specifically what you want to learn about. Give us some topics to talk about. Give me questions to ask Eric, and um, you know, let's prompt the conversation and move it in a positive direction and have some fun doing it. And also talk about some silly things along the way too. For sure. All right. Is that it? I think so. Yo, subscribe, share this out. Please. Healthy for now. Healthy for now. Instagram, Facebook, soon to be YouTube. Rock and roll. And any podcast platform that you listen on. Yep. Have a good one, everybody. Right, peace out.